Welcome to the Words Over Ice show with your host, Ray. All right, so we're doing part two to financial freedom, a follow-up to a show we did a few weeks back, and we brought in special guest TK King, who is a professional speaker and wealth trainer. If there's anything you need from me, guys, you can reach me directly, ray at wordsovericeshow.com is the email, questions, comments, tips, suggestions, all of that, more than welcome. Also visit the website, wordsovericeshow.com, you can find everything on there. So without further ado, let's just jump in. Until, until you get caught. No, there's no getting caught. Okay. <laughs> All right, TK, welcome to the show. Uh, good to have you on, man. How you doing? I'm well, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Uh, financial Freedom Part 2. So the, the sequel to Financial Freedom Part 1 that we did a few weeks back, for those of you who caught that episode. Uh, we're getting a fresh take on it from entrepreneur TK King. So TK, just tell us a little bit about what you do, man. Um, well, from Charlotte, um, born and raised, so I've been here all my life, um, 29 years of age. Um, actually, I have two nonprofits. One is called I Choose Love, uh, which we basically focus on basically putting the guns down, community involvement, um, raising awareness for gun violence, domestic violence, stuff of that nature. Also co-founder of a company called Next Wave, uh, where we basically focus on uh, put emphasis on basically culture, um, community engagement, uh, networking, stuff of that nature. Then I have a small networking company where I show people how they can make money uh, by providing a service that empowers others with a legal system and stuff of that nature. So pretty busy. Um, but definitely, man, I was started off in corporate America working for um, American Airlines. Then I went to uh, the legal side of things, working at a courthouse. Is that, is that the one that beat people up? Is that, is that American Airlines? Yeah, that's the one that beat people up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going to sit and coach. Uh, I almost got beat up a few times working out there. Uh, I started on the ramp age, started as a ramp agent, uh, loading bags, throwing bags on a plane, then um, moved to the more uh, management side of things, so behind the scenes of things. And basically, man, what made me uh, not go back looking for another job because they let me go. When U.S. Airways mm-hmm. merged with American, I wasn't with American long. And with that split, they cut top heavy first. And uh, I was lost, but left without a job. Uh, I tried to do it again. If I end up going to the courthouse and again, I was left again. They was overstaffed and they let me go. So I got tired of being in that, that flutter, that frustration where you have a job, you got things going for you, bills still coming, but you left out of a job. So I just started, yeah. I just decided to start doing my own thing and started seeing a need that needed to be met. So that's a scary thing, man. Cor- corporate America, um, for those of us who are in it, you, you think the higher you go, the the safer you are, but it's a, it's actually the opposite. It's like the, the higher you, completely yeah, opposite. The higher you climb the ladder, you're one of the first to go. Yeah, um, yeah. Unless you're in the C levels, that's the only right. time that you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. For real, um, I seen it firsthand. Especially when there's a merger or something of that nature, the top. The top people, because right, you're making the most money. Yeah. And then, and they can easily, and you know, what's crazy too, what I've noticed is in corporate America, the higher you get, the less you do. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yo, uh, you guys do the work. I'm about to go out here and spend some money on some strippers. Fuck this shit. Leverage income. Yeah, that's how they manage. Yeah. Yes, sir. But but with that said, man, it's sometimes a blessing in disguise. And I've been let, I've been let go before because my my position uh, when I was in my 20s was eliminated as well. Um, and at the time, it's it's devastating. It can be for a lot of people, but for a lot of us, if you you can take that and turn it into a positive. And that was actually probably the best thing that's ever happened to me was to be let go from that company because it forced me into a different direction and to think kind of outside the box and, and to, to see eventually reality. Land, yeah. And to, to eventually land where I am now. And it, I don't think that it would have ever happened. I might've stayed in that comfortable job. And Jason, and I talked about being that banker at 45 years old with the ill fitting suit. <laughs> I, I, I might be that guy. <laughs> I might be that guy right now if I never would have been oh, let go. Oh man, that 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 under the underside of the pick the picnic table cloth suit. You know? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I, I just wanted to go back real quick and thank you for giving back to your community out there and doing what you're doing out in North Carolina because yeah, um, I appreciate it. You know, it, it it's it's uh it's one thing to talk about doing something for your community, but it's another to actually do it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So TK, let's. Let me get your take on financial freedom and how kind of how to go about it. Again, Jay and I spent an hour talking about it. Yeah. But uh, just, just I want to see, you know, from because you're, you're doing a lot and you're an entrepreneur and you you've broken the chain. So, you know, what are your what are your thoughts and tips and, and kind of strategies behind it? Um, good question. Um, I'm not where I ought to be, but I thank God I'm not where I used to be. Uh, <laughs> so I'm definitely on the road to try to attain wealth. Uh, but the first thing, man, um, if I if I could work, I would work before I built my dreams. So the late Jim Rohn said, "You work full time on your job and part time on your fortunes." So I would mm-hmm. encourage somebody that's looking to start something and build financial freedom is stay the job for a little bit, have that job security, that money coming in while you work part time on your job or your fortune. When I say that, meaning you may work nine to five. And when you get off work, work about an hour, take two hour, two hours building your bit, your brand, your business. So it can be, okay, this is what I want to do. When I get off work, I'm going to start setting up, um, mapping out what I want my five year plan. Like, what well, I want this business to look like. Then I'm going to start saying, who, I, who can I talk to or who have business similar to this that I can sit there and talk with or network with to see how my, want my business to run. Or then I can set some goals and just so work full-time on your job while you work part-time on your fortune. So to the fact that you work full-time on your fortune, you don't have a job. So I would say, say just start doing little things part-time as starting a business name, um, uh, networking with people that does the same thing you want to do. Just do something towards your business that you're not just having an idea and it's just sitting there becoming stale. Right. Put time in every day. Right. There's always time. You know what I'm saying? People always got an hour or two. Just hours. It's 24 hours in a day. So people say they're busy all the time, but how busy are you? If it's 24 hours, right. you work eight of them or nine of them, so you still got 16 or whatever left the hours. So how busy are you? Right. You know, if you well, want, it's, it's if, not, if, it's if not you, busy, it's lazy. It's, yeah. It's or just what, what lack of ambition. Exactly. Yes, Most definitely. If you if you're sitting on the toilet on Instagram, you could be on your phone writing a note. My now. whole 
You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, sir. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, I agree. You know? I agree. You're sitting there twiddling your thumbs, saying, "I want more money. I want. I want change." But you're not willing to do something. I mean, there's it's far. It's, it's far a few between that with your your even not even just corporate job, whatever gig you're. If you're working for somebody, mm-hmm. it is far and few between where you are actually getting paid what you are worth and what time you're putting in. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's uh, it, it's not it's just not designed to work that way. It, it, what what sense would it make for you to work for some company and they're just like paying you one hundred percent what you're worth? They're not making any money then. You know what I'm saying? So it's like shit. All the money you make in a in a oh, let's say you sell oh, let's say you work you know let's let's go back to fast food. You know what I'm saying? I never had the job, but I know people that did. Right? You are selling how much money a day, and you are killing yourself, but you are making below minimum wage. That is just crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I understand you got to have a gig. A gig's a gig. You know what I'm saying? Respect across the board. I don't give a shit if you shovel dog shit. Whatever the case is, you got a gig, but you're not getting paid what you're worth. Sure. And all way to get paid your worth is basically starting your own, doing your own, working for you. Yep. Pay you yourself. Know. Nobody will pay you like you pay That's yourself. Correct. That's correct. But you follow you fall in this cycle, this rut yep. of the the so called you know the day to day the average person man the average person to say that, you know you're working nine to five, you wake up seven a.m. you go you know you, you have your your shitty breakfast and coffee and get all <laughs> caffeinated get your pastries in you right so you know, you're not starting off on the proper nutrition to begin with you work your nine to five which you're not excited about you're not passionate about. You get off at five, you drive through and you swoop up some Wendy's and eat some <laughs> shit food, right? And then and then you go home, you sit down and you watch TV. And you're never gonna get you're never gonna get anywhere. Right. You way. Point, and, and it's, it's easy to get comfortable, it's easy to get complacent. So a lot of times we make the job, it's all right to start somewhere, but we make that job that we start at, we end up being comfortable. We there for 15, 20 years. And like that, I don't know how I made it here that right. long. And it's a right. saying that yeah. says, I go to work to dig a ditch, to make the money, to gain the strength, to eat, buy the food, to go back to work, to dig the ditch. So it's a, it's a life circle uh-huh. that we just keep putting ourselves in a bigger hole and not realize because we're comfortable. You know, we won't change. But it's like, I've been here 15 years. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to go about doing it. You know, I was just supposed to be here for five years and make some extra money. Now I got so-called a 50-cent raise. That's, you know, I'm good, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> And there's, there's, there's two avenues. I mean, let's be real, right? As much as we preach, do your own thing. And that, that's obviously the, the best way to go. Be your own boss. But, but that's, yeah. that's just not the reality for everybody. It's not. There's, there's corporate jobs. And it's okay. And, and I'm not having a job because somebody got to do it. It won't be no McDonald's if somebody ain't working at right. McDonald's. But those that's looking right, for right. something different, <laughs> we don't have to be stuck. And we can do little things every day to work on us, build us. You know, it's called personal development. A lot of times we go to work and build somebody else's dreams while we put our dreams on hold. So I ain't knocking the people that are working, right. mm-hmm. the Matt Dog, Starbucks, whatever. Right. However, uh, if you're not happy with what you're doing, do something different. Right. Yep. That, that, that's what I was getting at. It's like not knocking. You can't knock. Man, if you got a job... Nobody can knock you. Yeah. I don't, like I said, I don't care what you do. If anybody tries to make fun of your job, it's probably because they don't have Real a fucking job. Real you know time. what I'm saying? Or they, or or their job isn't as as free or cool as yours, or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's like the like the that saying the, the Matrix wasn't a movie; it was a documentary. There's people that don't want to they they're, they're cool with just 
doing the everyday shuffle and just being that way. And that's fine. It's not for everybody to be aspiring to make a mark or or ascend into some other chapter of life that's totally out of the realm that you, it might even be they never had anybody to inspire them or show them that there's differences in life and things that you can do you know what i'm saying so it, it really comes down to that i think is maybe they were never shown that you can be free of working for somebody else and you have a talent that you can monetize. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's, it's a, that's a whole crazy ass combo right there. Agree. Yeah. And, and, and you do need to be taught from a young age and it's, and TK, I'm going to let you run. I'm going to say a little, little something here. I'm going to let you run with kind of making, you know, creating something for yourself, but speaking to those of us, the majority, the vast majority are people are working for companies. Right. Mm-hmm. And my message has always been like, you guys said, that's fine, but work hard, you know, don't go, don't go to a job. If you're working at McDonald's, be the best damn cashier you can be. So you can, you can now be the manager and be the best manager that you can be. So that open up and, and those things open up doors yep. and they open up opportunities. Do not go to a job. It, it, you know, even if you hate the damn job, and I alluded to this on the last episode, even if you hate the job, do it well. My motivation, my motive, when I, when I was managing a bank, my motivation to get out of that position was because I hated that position so much. I did not, it was the worst position I ever held in my life. I did not like it. And not that it was a whole, not that I was, you know, in, in hazardous conditions or anything like that. I just did not like the work. It didn't suit me. But instead of, instead of sitting back and accepting it and just saying, I don't like this job, so I'm not going to give it my all. I did the opposite. I said, I hate this job so much, but this is where I'm at. This is the card I've been dealt at this particular moment. I am going to work as hard as I can to get myself out of this job to create a different opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know where I was going to land, but that's the, that's the message I try to push. Do be the best in whatever you're in, because it will open a door to something else to get you out of there and don't stay in that same, you know what I mean? And then being taught from a young age, I was just having this conversation with my, my son the other day. And he wants this, he's into these, he's, it's fucking weird, but he's into these, like, these <laughs> animatronics, <laughs> he's in these animatronics, these Halloween, like you go to like spirit Halloween, you see these big ass, like scary yeah. robots and shit. He's into it. Like, and they, these things cost a lot of money. Right. So he's always every couple of days. Oh, you know, I want this one. It's like it's $350. Yeah. I mean, you need to get a job. <laughs> so I can't get a job. I'm not old enough. I'm like, you can, I'm like, there's stuff you can do. <clears throat> so I started talking to him now, like now he's walking people's dogs and washing cars around the neighborhood. And my message to him was, I said, Hey, if you're going to wash this car, you better wash it better than any other car you've ever washed. Cause if you do a shitty job, that's going to be the last car you wash. Yep. You know what I mean? And then that's just the message I try to pull, pull across. No Look matter what right. position you're in. <laughs> Look at you. Right, hey, coach ass motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, that's what, that's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, that's that's fucking awesome parenting, man. I'm going to sidestep that shit and say congratulations. Yes, man. Yes. You just, yo, you just shaped the shit out of his life. He's going to be financially free. You know what I mean? Now now the kid, now the kids, he's he's walking around. He's got two or three cars that he washes every week and he's walking a few dogs. You know what I mean? Like, you got to do whatever you do. And who the hell wants to wash a car or walk a dog? You know what I mean? Especially at that young of an age. I like dogs. Right. I mean, but, <laughs> but at that young of an age and you don't realize, like, I don't want to wash a damn car. It's the last thing I want to do. You know what right. I mean? I just, just give me the money. I want my toy. 
it's, he's, he's, lear- he's learning to do it. I'm like, man, it's the value. I bet he takes care of that yeah. shit. And, and he learned it because I, I originally, he washed my car and I made him redo it like three or four times. And that's not <laughs> good. Asshole. I'm like, <laughs> but, and I was, I was being hard, but it was to prove a point. The worst customer ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's the, but that's life. I, I know that? what she's saying. I'm just giving you shit. Oh boy. And I felt really bad as I was doing it, but like, nah, man, I'm like, look at it. I'm like, you miss spots here. I'm like, you, I'm like, this is not going to fly. I'm like, if you do something, make sure you do it with everything Dude, you have. Be the best at it. Whatever you do. Yeah, don't matter. Exactly. Nope. And I'll, and I'll drop, I'll drop off my, my pedestal. No, that shit was just funny as hell, bro. <laughs> I mean, I hate this generation now, man. We, we half-ass stuff, man. We don't, we don't work as hard, man. So oh, yeah. it's, it's sad, but I like, you made a good point, man. I tell people, man, don't dress for the job that you have. Dress for the job that you want. You know, show up dressing up. The right. BBC. I don't care what people, why are you dressed up? I'm just, I'm dressing up. I mean, that, I, you dress to impress. You're, you're first, you want to get one first impression. You know, and you take right. pride in what you do, regardless. Like you said, it can be cleaning that shit on the on a on the streets or whatever. As long as you take pride in what you do, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. I definitely made that. Teaching your son early, man. I have a friend that's Chinese, and I said, "How is it that y'all be like six years old, eight years old, working in a Chinese restaurant?" They said, "Our parents don't play that. They teach us financial freedom early." You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? So we want us to take over right, at man. a young age. So they can retire and teach the same thing to our children. So we just pass it down to generations. And it's it's funny you said the dress thing and go back to my story real quick and then I'll let you get back to it. You said you dressed to impress. And I remember he he was he was going around knocking on doors and he was washing cars so he didn't have his shoes on. And, and I'm like, Did you go to somebody's house without shoes on? <laughs> and he, he didn't know any better. <laughs> But it ain't there, it ain't there, it ain't there, I said, I'm like, go get some shoes on, man. I'm like, I'm... Fucking Beverly Hillbillies and shit. <laughs> but he's a kid. He's running around. He doesn't know any better, you know? And he was, right. he was watching another explain. car. And I'm like, I'm like, damn. And I told him, and I gave him that same message, TK, that you just gave. I'm like, you need to look good. I'm like, you can put some shoes on. You have a clean yep. shirt on. Because when you go to that door, you need to have, you need to look clean and presentable. And that was the exact message I gave yep. him. So I, I, I back what you just said, 100%. Yes, sir. Most definitely. Yep. Man, I was working, I had a job at Radio Shack and I always wore a tie. And my manager would be like, why the hell are you wearing a tie? I'm like, why not? If I got to wear a button up and some slacks and some nice shoes, why am I not wearing a tie? And lo and behold, I'm the best phone seller there. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where you really make your money when you work at the, well, Radio Shack doesn't exist anymore. Uh-uh. But that's where you make your money is when you sold the phones. You know what I'm saying? And lo and behold, I was the best one there. That's where I made all my money. And it must have been, I don't know, it might have been the tie. Like Mike had the shoes, it might have been the tie. I don't know. <laughs> but that presentation is everything. I mean, just going on since we on presentation, I mean, making sure your nails is done, your your well managed, your build, your beard yeah. is rimmed. Uh, you got you can have nice, you make sure your shoes are nice, polished or whatever, you know. Uh, you ain't got to spend a whole bunch of money on stuff, but just make sure you take pride in you, you know. People will buy you before they mm-hmm. buy a product, you know what I'm You sell yourself oh, yeah, first yes. before you sell a product, your personality, the way you smell, the way you do the, the delivery. People buy you before they buy anything else, you know, so. Sales, right. sales is, 101, man. That's sales. Yep. Absolutely. If you got a jacked up lineup, <laughs> they're not going to take you seriously. They're not even looking at you. They're just looking at your lineup like, uh, nah, bro, I don't trust you. It's true. You don't, man. Look, it's like, true. You don't look like you, don't look like right. you care too much. Right. <laughs> it's absolutely true, though. I've, I've spoken with business owners who've told me, they said, you know, I've had people pitch and they've had better products, but he, you know, the dude had a mustard 
staying on his tie and I couldn't, like, that's all I could focus on. You yeah. Know? So I didn't even hear what he had to say. Really? Really? <laughs> it's true. Is that, is, is that great poop? Is that great poop? <laughs> <laughs> so TK, what are, what are some things that people looking to get, you know, obviously if you're in that corporate world and you want to stay in it, there's ways to, to make it work for you. And I, we touched on this again in the last, the last podcast that Jay and I did, but for those of, of us who want to get out of it, how do you, how do you gain, how were you able to do it? Like what, I know, you know, you, you said, you know, you take an hour or two here or there, but what other specific steps can, can we take to, to make it work and, and actually get income? Well, good question. From this stuff? Uh, me, I was forced out of it. So I didn't have a game plan. Now I teach people to have a game plan now, but I was forced out of it. I had dreams. I had aspirations. Mm-hmm. I had things I was doing on the side, but I was treating businesses like it was a hobby. Uh, I have a network marketing business uh-huh. that I was doing things like, okay, uh, I need this service now. You still do that? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you, but I didn't treat it like a business. I treated it like a hobby because I was making good money at a job. Uh, but two, I was forced mm-hmm. out. Then when you don't have your bills still coming in, you don't have any other option or any other avenues. You started to say, oh, what can I do? Uh, what am I good at? So my thing I would say is have a game plan for one. You know, uh, when I say have a game plan, have a goal in mind. Like, I want to be, I want to get out of corporate America, but what do you want to do? And then start basically, right. it's all about working your game plan, man, working it part time, man. As uh, long as you have a vision in mind and you write goals down, weekly goals, daily goals, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a little bit of this. I'm, your business will expand without you being, in, being always in the midst of it. So it's basically, man, uh, having that goal in mind, having that vision in mind, uh, surrounding yourself with people that's like-minded that have the same goal or as, aspirations as you, and just continue to cultivate. It's like planting a seed, putting a seed in the ground, and continue to water it, continue to sow it, continue to give it a little sunshine. You don't got to do it every day, but as long as you're consistent, consistent, persistent in what you're doing, things can happen. So what was, what was the goal yes. that you set? For yourself, and what was the first step you took? Um, one of my, one of the goals I set was basically uh, to help five other people uh, become well and play supplement their income. I would say, um, mm-hmm. as far as working from home. So basically, the steps I took was basically uh, one believing that I can do it and two, man, just it's, 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 it's risky. It's risky when you're working for yourself. It's risky. So it's taking a bold step out of faith and saying, look, I, I don't know what's at the end of this, but I think it's going to work. I feel it's going to work. It's every gut feeling. So I started making phone calls. I started, uh, stand up. I didn't watch TV. Uh, I cut off any distractions. So I limited my distractions. People wanted to go out. Hey, man, you going out? Nah, nah, I can't do that. I'm working on my dreams right now. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the biggest things was limiting my distractions. So it's hard to limit your distractions when you got a girlfriend and she wants to go out and she wants you to do certain things and, and you're, you're stuck, you know, because you're working on you. So it, it's sacrificing things short term for you can have more time for those things long term. So I cut TV out. I cut going out a lot. Uh, I stopped spending a lot of money and started investing money, pouring into different things so I can save money to fucking do more things. So uh, it's just more bad. I guess yes. the biggest thing I would say is 
basically means changing my surroundings, changing who I talk to, changing who I who I uh, discuss things. Just certain, just certain habits, right? Your habits. I mean, I mean, so I can say it was no big master, but just that because it's comfortable sitting on your couch watching TV and chilling, eating chips, and you know, and not doing anything. But it's also uh, the uncomfortable things will make you a fortune. So doing the things that's going to cause mm-hmm. you to feel like, uh, this don't feel right. Or talking to people that you don't feel like talking to, or just sitting down writing out goals or ambitions when you can be out with your boys out doing whatever. Uh, it hurts, but it's worth it at the end. The sacrifice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Nip said, all money in, that's stop right. giving money away. Keep that's that right. shit in. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Cause like you can spend. Everybody's seen it. Everybody that's listening to this has done it. You get that off check where your bills are limited on that one. That money disappears. Shit! It took you two weeks to make it, but it takes yes, you two hours to spend it. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Like that. It's just, unless you're making hell of money where you just can't spend it. Which if you're making that much money, you might. You're probably not listening right now. You already financially freedom. So shit. You know, like fuck what we talking about. You already got it. You know what I mean? But for those that are listening that don't get it, think about that. Stop giving your money away so quickly. If you have an off check and your bills are 30, 40% of your check, then you should be able to save 30, 40 other, like, uh, whatever your bills are for that off check, save the mirror image and then go off of whatever you have left. And that's the little bit of money you have to mm-hmm. dick off. If you do that every month, you will have some money by the I end agree. of the year. I agree. It's a simple formula. We don't. I mean, there's incidentals. Right, we don't. That's what I'm right. And I get it too. There's people out there that don't make enough money to even be able to feasibly think that way. But everybody, if you have a gig and you are surviving, you are spending money on things that you don't need necessarily. For the most, like ninety percent of us, let's say. You know, because there's some people that are just literally just just making it by and they're behind on things and they're they're keeping their place because they are able to afford that. But then they're behind on the light bill or the mm-hmm. water bill or the, the, the gas bill, you know. Uh, but if if this is for the people that are, are literally they know in their heart they're spending money that they shouldn't be spending. If you have the money to pay all of your bills and then you have two hundred dollars left, take one hundred dollars of that and put it somewhere and forget about it. And then work off of that hundred dollars and then you'll learn to work off of that. You know, like it's, it's hard at first, but once you start figuring out ways to cut out shit, you don't need, you can, you can start every, you can start saving money. That's what it's about. It's like saving and, and then reinvest like you, like you've been doing reinvesting in yourself. Do you, uh, do you play stock market at all? Do you do any, um, investing like that? Yeah, I just started getting into stock. So I just I'm new to the stock game, but I started investing in stock right. uh, back in back in February, I want to say. Okay. Uh, okay. So I wish I would know <laughs> more. I'll tell you one thing though, I'm about to get on this cannabis stock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I've been yeah, I've been telling uh, I've been telling all my all my friends to to look into that. It's an industry that's supposed to be a twenty two billion dollar industry by twenty twenty two. So it's Yeah, somebody put me on that. I didn't want like what? <laughs> there's there's no way yeah. around it. You know what I'm I mean, saying? Cause absolutely I mean, do your homework because there are a lot of the thing the thing with the cannabis industry and the C B D uh industry is there are it is starting to get saturated with a bunch of shit. So 
like anything, right? When any, when any fad hits, everyone wants a piece of it. So you're getting a lot of bad products. So definitely do the research behind the company and where they're getting their products and, and how they're growing it and where they're growing it and all that good stuff. But if you find yourself a good CBD or, or cannabis company, uh, and you invest now, it can be very, yeah. very lucrative in the next, and it's a, it's yes. a kind of a longer term hold. It's not a, you know, a buy and flip type of stock. You're going to hold it for a bit, but you know, it's definitely, it's something I would look into and it's, I recommend looking into. It's going to boom like Apple stock from the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no way around it. They can't, they can't stop people from smoking, you know, and they're, they're going to be smart about it because, you know, that's just what they do. They, they put people away for it and then they figure out, well, shit, we can monetize this. If they were to legalize this shit in every state and tax it in every state, we'd be out of the, the, the national debt by fuck. What's today? Today's what? Wednesday. We'd be out by tomorrow, Thursday. You know what I'm saying? We'd be fine. Cause you know, everybody smoke. I mean, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't. No, but everybody, I don't. <laughs> I wish you on that. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I, I but like, there's a lot of people. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people that smoke. So <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Even if you take right, away the recreational right, yeah. use of it, you got to look at the medicinal side, how apparent the medicinal properties and advantages of CBD are becoming. Right. And take out the THC, the high. Right. The component of CBD itself. But yeah, you know, is that's another more avenue more is is investing. Accepted. Okay, so yeah, like I said, even if you don't have a hundred dollars to, to save, save twenty. And then by the end of a couple of months you got a couple bucks and you can invest or you can do something with it, you know? Like You know what was the opening sorry? No, you're good? A, no, you're a, good? a story a story that was very eye opening. And, and taught me a really good lesson when I was younger is I was me and my buddy, uh, when I was in Chicago, we were trying to, I was being an entrepreneur, you know, and I was, I was trying to, we were trying to start a business and I think it was for salons. We were trying to do like an online, uh, booking agency where we just had a bunch of salons in network. And for people who wanted last minute bookings, you can go to our site and you can see who was available. Right. So we were trying to sell this program. And we were pitching it to different salons. And I remember we went into this one salon and we were talking to the owner and he's like, let's go outside. And we went outside and my buddy Jay, you know, cars better than I do. I think it was an upscale, like a, a, a sports Nissan, uh, the sport Nissan car. I forget what it's called. 350Z, 370Z. Yeah. The 350Z. Yep. The 350Z. So my partner at the time was driving the brand new 350Z. Um, and that's what we went to. And the owner came out and said, is this your car? He's like, yeah. He's like, where do you live? And he was with my parents. He's like, so you, he's like, you're starting, trying to start a company. You live with your parents and you're driving a, a 350Z. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and at the point, I didn't know what point he was getting to. And he's like, yeah, you know, absolutely. He's like, he said, that tells me right there that you're not good with money. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, I'm quiet. I'm like, oh, right. shit. Got um, him. But... <laughs> But it's true, right? I mean, you're you're trying, you're you're ground up. You're trying to start from the ground up. You got your money tied you get, up. You get your, you got your money tied up, and I'm assuming it's a seven eight hundred dollar lease or or if it was it was you know, probably in the fives. Payment. If it was brand new, okay. yeah, it's probably in the fives. Easy, right? But if you live if you live in it's a point you're living with your mom, which is fine. You live with your parents, you know, save your money that way. But why are you spending it? And when you're trying to start uh, a dynasty, you're spending all your money on a right. car. 
So that that little like the, the way he said it is like see, that right there tells me you are not good if with money. School, and why why should I invest in someone who's not good with money? If school would teach liabilities versus assets, a lot of people would be very well but off. They gonna with teach, money. They're not gonna teach that. Okay, TJ. I, I see I see you from afar, brother. Uh I, I, I see okay, we're on the same page. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a yeah, we're gonna set you up so you work for us right, forever. That dollar don't mean go to the strip club. We don't have enough live we don't have enough assets. We have a lot of building, we have cars, we have houses, but we don't have nothing for off cash flow. I mean my mentor said have a car to drive, have one to rent out, like Uber. You know, you might have a, you might do Uber on the side, have one have the main car. You know, you might have a house to live in a house to rent mm-hmm. out, you know, but we uh, buy a, lot, a whole bunch of liability. We can buy jewelry. We buy a car that's not throwing any kind of cash flow. They just putting us in deeper holes. So I agree with you on that. Yep. But they're not going to teach you. Yep. The employee mindset is real. Yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's the whole. Can you pass this test? Can you pass your test every day to be a good employee? What you know, worker. Don't think. Just pass this test. Yeah. You know. You need you need this you need this car to be relevant. You need these shoes to look cool. You yeah, need, that shit's crazy. You yeah. need you know women. You need a, a you know breast implants to to be relevant and to catch the eye of a man. You know what I mean? It's, it's just all it's right. um. Come on, titties. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, man. It's what you're no, fed. It's what you're, you're fed right. through. But you, you know, uh, for for me, I learned um, this whole like I'd never worked for a corporation thing. My father worked for United for that's how we moved up here, and he worked for them for thirty five years. And I remember when they had a contract fallout in ninety four, and he lost a gang of money, um, and we were you know kind of shook because you know both my parents worked, but I watched how they did them. And he worked ramp service, and then he went to the mail service after he was uh, diagnosed with diabetic because they wouldn't let him drive the the trucks anymore because they said he was a liability. But he ended up making more money that way. But um, what I'm getting at is watching the contract uh, issue in '94 where they they took a whole bunch of money from the employees and redid their contracts and started basically started them over again. To 2001, when that that plane hit the the tower, he lost. All of his stock that they forced him to keep his money in because United didn't allow you to take your uh, your money out, uh, like your 401k and everything. They made you take that and put it in their stock. Mm. So when the stock crashed, he lost everything that he had worked for for all those 35 years. And I watched it take a toll on him physically and mentally. And that was uh, to me personally, that was ultimately the, the, the cause for his death. Uh, Early death was depression because he had literally given all of his life he was what 59 so he had given more than half of his life for nothing for nothing working for this company and all the people in the sea level all those people up top they all made out like bandits they came away with parachutes golden parachutes extra money because they all took it from the employees you know what i'm saying so when i saw that i was like i'll I, i can't i've never been able to work for a big corporation or anything like that and i've always gotten my jobs like I'm a, I think I've always had hustle jobs, you know what I'm saying? Like deliveries and, 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 you know, moving and shit like that. I tried the bank thing and my manager ended up getting me fired because her dumbass gave me her code. <laughs> uh, yo, she like, literally she gave me her code to, to override transactions when I needed to. 
and then ends up blaming me for doing a transaction that I shouldn't have done because I had her fucking code. It was like, yo, you gave me the code. Yeah. And that's what I said to the dude when he pulled me in the room. He's like, so what's going on? I'm like, oh, she gave me her fucking like passcode. She should have been fired, too. She didn't get fired, though. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was really it was crazy. So that was in 07. But, you know, it's just like seeing that early on. I think it was a blessing in disguise on like in a shitty way for him to have to go through it. He taught me through having to go through that hard time uh, to, to be independent and make your own way and follow your passions versus following the dollar. And the earlier that you can do that, the better it is because you will have less uh, financial weight. You know what I'm saying? You don't have as many bills when you're younger to start thinking that way. You don't have, all this responsibility like kids and, you know, a mortgage and this, that, and the other, you know what I'm saying? So if we can give back to the youth and get them thinking that way earlier, I think that we can build a different generation and, and change some shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's what you're doing though, TK. That's what you're doing is you're showing people in your community that you can do this. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I was telling you thank you earlier because it made sense to me. As soon as you said what you were doing, that's why I thanked you because you're changing. You don't even have it. Uh, you, you, I don't even know if you realize what you're doing um, outside of getting, you know, giving back to yourself, but you're doing so much for the youth in your area. So thank you, man. Um, I mean, it took circumstances to make me, to propel me to where I'm at now, man. I don't been homeless before. Um, I don't lost jobs before. I don't lost everything. So when you sometimes when you at the bottom, you don't have no choice but to get up. But it's all about you when you choose to get up. You know, we all got times where mm-hmm. things will happen to us and things don't go the way we wanted to go. Uh, but the same wind blows blows us blows on us all. That's what Jim Rome said. The same wind blows on us all. But it's not the blowing of the wind, but it's the setting of the sail. So your destination is greater than where you come from. Your destination is greater than where you what you've been through. So long as you have yourself set for greatness, yourself set and determined to that I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna be better than what my past was. The wind gonna blow and you can go through some rough times. It's gonna shake the boat. It's gonna rock it, but you can get through it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I decided. Just get up, man. Just do it, man. Absolutely, yeah. we need we need more people like that, man. We really do teaching the youth. And there's there's a couple of things that you talk about that I wanted to pick your brain on. You, you talk about words of affirmation um, and COIs or centers centers of influence, and that COIs can mean a lot of different things depending on what industry you're in and what, what is, what is it that you preach or what is it that you mean exactly when you talk about centers of influence and, and words of affirmation? Um, let's talk about center of influence, uh, center of influence, uh, to me is surrounding yourself with people that have the same calling issues. So if I say I want to be a doctor, I'm going to put myself around doctors obviously not everybody in my circle is not going to be doctors but majority in order for me to grow i can't hang around a whole bunch of basketball players that never been doctors if i want to be a doctor mm-hmm. you know so <laughs> my center of influence will be surrounding myself around people that are on the same path as me they probably been doctors on the goal of being doctors 
and pulling inspiration, somebody that's positive, pulling that positive inspiration with them because you're going to go through the same struggles as a doctor. Saying if I'm going to be a basketball player, if you're going to go through certain things, the certain the lingo is different than what it is from something else. Um, so surrounding yourself with people that have your best interests, that can pour into you. Um, you are what you eat. So if, if you if you have five friends, and that's what my mentor used to tell me, man, you are uh, five people that you hang around. So if five people in your friends are broke, work don't have a job, da 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 da, you hanging with them. Eventually, you come uh, environment of that own habitat because that's what you surround yourself with. It's nothing positive being poured into. Uh, so circle of influence, put yourself, find somebody that you can that can mentor you. And a lot of my mentors, I say mentors, don't always have to be personal, like somebody that you actually know. You can find some good audio recordings on YouTube nowadays. You can find some uh, good personal development, good speaking. That's something that's positive coming in. Uh, a lot of times we do things because it's learned behavior. Nobody actually taught us how to go about starting a business plan or how to get out of job. We've been taught from an early age for years to go to school, make good grades so you can get a good job and but we've never been taught debt management, like you said, assets and liabilities and affirmations. So speaking of affirmations is speaking life into existence. So speaking that things that aren't there yet already as if they already there, you know, like my, one of some of my aspirations that I am a magnet of money. Uh, prosperity is drawn to me. I move poverty thinking to abundance thinking. I create wealth for myself, my family and others. You know, uh, open, receptive to all wealth and all offers that can create wealth and generate future wealth for others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's all about just speaking those things into existence and keep doing it. Because when you have a goal, I, I do a thing called a vision party and people call it dream boards, vision boards, whatever. But basically, all you're doing is cut some stuff out of a magazine and it can say, I want to have a. Uh, I want to have this BMW, whatever. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. Cut it out. No, don't, don't buy a BMW. Man, Sorry. I had a BMW. Don't, don't, don't do that. I'm glad you said it. I had a BMW. Serious, man. That was the worst. That was hell, man. Yo, it comes with a check engine light, yo. Man, I thought I was doing something to it, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's that 760 was wrong with it, man. Right. So, that seven, that seven sixty means seven sixty problems. Man, you know what I'm saying? Tell me about it, bro. <laughs> tell me. I'm glad you said that. I thought it was just me. No, no, no. It's everybody. Man, Don't worry about all it. All the whistles and bells, man. Yeah, <laughs> they were all whistling and belling too, weren't they? <laughs> I remember it was two story, man. One time, pause this real quick. Two story. One time I had picked up a young lady. I'm thinking I'm doing. I had I had a uh, it was like a, a greenish looking color, but when it hit it like gold kind of. Uh, hit it with okay. those, uh, the 2009 whatever BMW 745 Li. I pick up this young lady. We driving. The thing cut off on me in the middle of the highway, man. <laughs> <laughs> first day too, man. First day. <laughs> Oh, the man. Of me in the hall in the highway, man. She had me had a car, tow truck, man. It was so embarrassing, man. So no, nah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had that trouble with the BMW. But 
You still you still talk nah. to her, man? Nah. <laughs> See, hey, but but you know what though? That car might have saved your life. You know, you never know. Good and some bad. <laughs> you you spoke it into existence right there, bro. Right, I had it on my green board. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, but uh, uh, basically, yeah, cars, houses, whatever you want, money, put it on your dream board and. Put it somewhere that you can see it every day. Maybe on the refrigerator. When you open it, you're looking at your dream and you can speak life. I see, so I have affirmation. I know this is weird. But I have like No, it's not. I've heard of that. In my bathroom, every morning I'm brushing my teeth. I, before I brush, I am, I am this. I am that. Speaking life into it and looking at my dream boards so I can know that when I go to work today, when I go bust my tail today, it's for I can have these things right here. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They they call it when you write it down, they call it spelling for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Uh, it's there, there's no co- coincidence or none of that, and it's not. You know, it's it's legit. You you keep it in the forefront of your mind. We are powerful beings. We can manifest this as long as you keep it in the forefront of your brain and your eyesight. It will happen because yes, it's just the way things work. You're going to constantly work towards it, you know, and it's going to happen one day. Right. That's beautiful. Right. Yeah, absolutely, man. We we were. Uh... We were talking about that with Casper, our, our guest uh, we had on yeah. yep. a while back, and he was saying the same thing you are, TK. And it's like it's funny when you start uh, when you start thinking about something like a car, for example. Since we're on cars, you know, you say, you know, I want this this new BMW, and all of a sudden you start seeing that BMW everywhere, you know, because it's 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 what's in your brain, and it's what your brain recognizes, and and there's yep. truth to it, and there really yep. is truth to it. So once you, once you get concentrated and focused on something your world kind of embodies that and right and you move forward accordingly so Ain't that crazy how things happen man yeah it is uh, yo i i misspoke earlier too ain't no plane hit them towers them shits got blown up but anyway <laughs> conspiracy conspiracy theory on that like about two weeks ago no, and them shits got blown think. up it caused me to think them shits got blown up yo uh but that's a whole nother combo that is a whole nother conversation <laughs> That is not financial freedom, Jason. What the <laughs> fuck is you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I guess it was financial freedom for some of them big bankers. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> it ties in. Fuck it, it ties in. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. But but where do you see yourself? Um, I wouldn't even say retiring because what you're doing is what you love to do. It's not a. It's not you're like you're punching the clock. You're doing. You're doing. Um, a solid for society. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you said you're 29, right? Yes, sir. That's, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? You got a good jump, man. I'm, I'm really happy for you. Um, where do you, where do you see yourself? Like is in, on your dream board when you get to be 10 years from now, 39, what do you, what do you think? What, like, what are you shooting for? Um, honestly, man, I'm about 35. Um, I know I don't want to make it all about money, but it's the things you can do with the money. It's the memories you can Bruh. create with the money. It's the this is the world we live in. Money. It is about the money. So it is about it's- the money in a way because you can't create memories without the money. You know, right? Uh, the time you can't free. travel. So basically, man, to answer your question, man, uh, by thirty-five, man, I see myself as a self-made millionaire. Uh, That's what I right. proclaim that right now. Um, Working from home, traveling, and creating not just wealth for myself, but helping others generate the same wealth. It's one thing to say, I just, look at me, I'm so good. 
But nah, it's nah. Like, it's like, look, look who I helped, look who I brought with me to say I helped them do the same thing also. I helped help this person quit the job and start something yes. they really like doing and enjoy doing, and now they're making more money on their own than they was on working for somebody else. You answered the second part of my question without me even having to ask it. That's what's up. <laughs> Because I was, I was, because I remember what you said. You said that you're bringing people with you. Yes, sir. You're showing, you're, you know, five people minimum. So that's what's up. North Carolina's got a good one out there. Nah, I appreciate it, man. TK, man, it's been been a pleasure. It's good stuff. Where can everyone find you and follow along on your on your journey? I appreciate. It. I appreciate you guys having me, man. It's fun talking to you. Hope to hope to hear more from you guys later. Y'all keep doing what you guys doing, man. Uh, I appreciate. The honor really to be on here, man. Are you on um Instagram? Yes, um, I'm on Instagram at I am TK King. Uh, so that's two K's. I am TK then King K I N G uh, on Instagram. All right, I'm following. I just started following you right now. Okay, now I step you and just say I have my phone. I didn't want to go on off. I was on the on the radio with you guys. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you good? I but appreciate I that. Are you are that. Are you on Facebook as well? Yeah, I'm on Facebook at TK King. So TK King, you sh- I should be like the top person that pops up. Okay. Anywhere else? You got a website or anything like that for your uh, organization? I will. I had to get back with you on that. A lot of them still uh, under construction, so we're trying to revamp a lot of things. So Good, um, good. Definitely. One of them I didn't have a website for. We just doing a lot of personal engagement, personal speaking and all that. But definitely I got some on, in the works, so they're under construction right now. Well, we're definitely going to talk to you again. So, absolutely, really good, really good talk, man. man. It was a pleasure. I get, I appreciate y'all having me. I had my cousin on here a few weeks ago, so I definitely, man, appreciate you guys. Y'all doing big things. Who's, who's your cousin? Ziggy. Oh, get out what? of here! Yeah, <laughs> small <laughs> world. That's what's up. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Yes, super small world. Small work. Ziggy's a good dude, man. He's, yes, he uh, is. Yeah, he is. I got to see him. I haven't seen him stand up yet, though, man. So I got to see how funny he really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's out, in, he's out in Jersey, right? Yeah, he's out in Jersey. They be down here in August. Uh, every year we do like a little family event. So hopefully I'll see him down there. Okay. Well, make sure uh, make sure you tell him hello when you see him again. But uh, that that's funny. Super small world. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. I appreciate the opportunity, Ray and Jay, man. I hope we stay in touch, man. And definitely, man, keep doing what y'all doing, man. I thank you guys. You think that was cool? All right. And that is the show for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a positive review and that five-star rating. We appreciate it. Also, be sure you're following us on Instagram. It is at the words over ice show. All right, guys. Thank you for everything. Thank you for listening. Catch you later.